0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. This is a very difficult time in our community, and I'll end the, uh, I'll end the homily with a prayer for our community and for each of us. So. But today I want to encourage us uh, in the epistle text, St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, he says in a part of that, uh, that he ascended. What does it mean that he also descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who is descended, is he who ascended from above uh, above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And then it goes to on to say, until we attain to the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We speak today also of the light of God that comes into the world. We see this at Epiphany when Christ comes into the Jordan River and the light shines on creation. God enters all creation and begins to restore it. It even groans today for that coming of God so that that, that, that act of sanctification will be completed by Christ at his second coming. So um, this idea of filling all things, what's it mean to fill all things? So I kind of began to contemplate that through the week. And um, one thing that comes to me all the time uh, when, we, when we pray in preparation for uh, the liturgy The priests pray before each icon. Before the icon of Christ, we say, um, he fills all things with joy. All things with joy. How many things? Just a couple things. Just the things that are good. That's a powerful thing. All things are filled with joy because of Christ. So how does that kind of work for us? Um, St. James in his uh, epistle in the first chapter says, Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. For in trials, your perseverance produces patience. And then he says this beautiful line, let patience have its perfect work. Count it joy because when you're walking through something difficult, something good is happening to you. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Let patience have its perfect work. And he goes on to say, so you'll be complete and lacking in nothing. Very powerful. And then a beautiful prayer before the icon of St. John. Uh, <laughs> Incredible life, Saint John. We, I think sometimes we just kind of gloss over it a bit, but you know, lived in the uh, out in the Jordan deserts for probably 30 years, being taken care of by the angels, uh, and then he walks back into Jerusalem and starts preaching repentance, and all of Jerusalem and Judea come out to see him, and he's clothed with a real nice suit on, beautiful shoes. As a chauffeur, no. Camel's hair and eats honey, you know, and locusts. So and everybody knew that he was a prophet. Everybody knew this. And he his life was very was was from that point short. He preached repentance and then was crucif- was, was beheaded because of his standing against uh, the sin of Herodias. And so here's the line in that prayer. After suffering with joy on behalf of the truth. After suffering with joy on behalf of the truth. So how does this make sense to us? Even in the Lord, it says in Hebrews, says, "For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame." So there's a joy set before us here, which is very, very important. Let me read this uh, passage from uh, from Peter. Get it quickly. It's First Peter one. Uh, Quicker than this. Okay, First Peter one. This is very. I think this helps us understand how we approach this uh, joy in all things. First Peter one, six to nine. First Peter one, six to nine. In this you'd greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. That the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and the glory of the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, who having not seen you love, therefore, Now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of faith, at the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So we have an end in sight. If we have the end in sight, we can deal well with the trial. Let me share a story with you that helps me on this. Remember years ago, uh, uh, University of Southern California, the SC Trojans, where we had a lot of fans of the Trojans here. And uh, there was a really important game they were playing at the end of the year um, to get into the Rose Bowl. And uh, it was a nip and tuck game all the way down to the end. And I wasn't able to see it because I was doing something important. More important than that. So Dan, Dan taped the game. And I talked to Dan. I said, did you tape that game? He said, yes. I said, let's go watch it. And so in the game, SC finally wins the game. At the, the last play of the game, they win it. So all along the way, every time they made a mistake, it was like, well, that's okay. Why? Because we win. That's the that's the joy we win we win all the stuff we have to walk through what's the end we win joy so it was interesting because all during that game it was like oh gosh look at that they fumbled they fumbled (laughs) this is great like oh but we won we won it's okay it was like, this was the greatest game I ever watched. It was one of those games, like every play meant something, and it was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I can handle this. But we win. Can you handle it? Yes. Why? Because we win. Wow. That's why John could endure it. That's why the Lord endured the cross. Right? Right? That's why joy fills all things, because we win. Know that. Have confidence in that. Step into your trial knowing victory is at the end. God will help you. You know, it may last longer than you want, but God will help you. So I encourage you in that. And then we also hear in the scriptures that he fills all things with goodness. Romans 15, 14, he fills all things with goodness, which I think we could see as moral excellence, benevolence, and mercy. What that means for us as Christian people is that we can take the high road. We're encouraged to take the high road because he's filled us with goodness. You know, part of that's a great example of goodness is when the woman was caught in adultery. And what's the punishment for a woman caught in adultery? What did, and the Lord judged this, judged this circumstance. And what did he say? He's without sin, cast the first stone. Goodness. And they all went away, right? Goodness. Take the high road. You can take the high road in life. What happens when somebody offends you and, just, and offends you over and over again? What should you do? Forgive them. How many times? The Lord says 70 times 7. You know what that means? Forever. Take the high road. You can take the high road. You have goodness in you. Take the high road. I remember one time, years and years ago, I was at odds with somebody, and we were in this argument. And uh, I remember I was watering my lawn, and I saw him coming down the street, and I had my guns loaded, baby. I was going to just blow him out of the water. Because all night I had thought about the argument, and all day I had thought about the argument, and I knew I could win. And so he was approaching, and I'm watering the lawn. And I said, uh, and right at that moment, <laughs> the Holy Spirit came and said, accept his accusation no, I have the argument. I can win this. I can win this one. This is a piece of cake. He says, accept the accusation. So he came by and he said, you know, brother, I I forgive me. This whole thing's my fault. You know what his response was? No, it's my fault. Forgive me. High road. Take the high road. It's a beautiful road the highway to heaven. Learn the high road and take it every opportunity you can. Don't drop down there and and get into the gutter with people. Take the high road. Live up there. It's a beautiful place. Um, And then he says he fills all things with glory. You know, there's a And that glory, it's seen probably, I think we see it in the Feast of the Transfiguration where Peter, James, and John go to the Lord to Mount Tabor and uh, the Lord's body uh, is shown light. The divine energy, the divine light of God comes through Christ. It's so bright that everybody has to fall on the ground. Peter, James, and John fall on the ground and they can't even look at it so bright. The light of God. That's the glory that fills you. Remember this, Uh, every time I think about that, I think of the homily that Father John Braun gave probably 100 years ago. Uh, (laughs) Close, it's close to 100 years. (laughs) And he he said, you know, we we have a song that our kids love to sing. You know what it is? Put your finger up, everybody do this. This little light of mine. stop it's not little it's not little i remember this is like like yesterday it's not a little light it's what the light of god yes we may just show a little of it right but what's in me the fullness of that light it's not a little light in you beloved it's the light of christ that illumines all things, the light that shines in the darkness. And you know you see it and feel it sometimes in you. You're in a dark place in a difficult time and you feel the light coming into you. Take advantage of that. Understand that that belongs to you. That's a gift God gave to you, the light of God in you, that transfigured light. It trans- it, that. We see it transfiguring Christ, but it's there to transfigure us, to change us. So, and the last thing, one of my favorite books of the Bible and one of my favorite verses in the book, Ephesians chapter 3, very powerful statement here. So what are we filled with? It's all these things, filled with joy, filled with goodness, we're filled with glory. And then he says this. That Christ may come to dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge that you being filled you being filled with all the fullness of God now to him who is able exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus through all all ages world without end amen so we see that all that's in us is the it's the fullness of God in us, that life of Christ in us. Live in that, live that way. Live in in that life. Live in reference to him in you. You know, if we did that, life would be, we'd, we'd do pretty well, right? If we lived in reference to God in me, what I think, I want to put my thoughts next to him. I want to put my words next to him. I want to put my actions next to him. So we we should be operating from inside out, right? Inside out. All the fullness of God dwells in us, inside out. So God help us today as we conclude our celebration of the Blessed Epiphany. And I'd like to uh, conclude also with this prayer for our community. So if you please stand. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. O God, our help and assistance who are just and merciful, who hears the supplications of thy people, look down upon us and have mercy on us and deliver us from this trouble that besets us. Forgive our sins. We pray that this trouble may become a benefit for our salvation and draw us closer to you. Deal, deal Deal not with us according to our sins, but according to your bountiful mercies. For the work of your hands, and we know our weakness, O oh God. And grant us, we beseech you, the divine helping grace. Endow us with patience and strength to endure our tribulations with a complete submission to your holy will. Thou knowest our misery and our suffering. And to thee, our only hope and refuge, we flee for relief and comfort, trusting that in your infinite love and compassion, that in due time, when you know best, It will deliver us from this trouble and turn our distress into comfort. And when we shall rejoice in your mercy and exalt and praise your holy name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and ever, to ages of ages, amen. Blessings be upon us all and on our community. Remember, we offer this liturgy not just for us and those here, but for those in our community and the whole world.